to Her Closet Conversations podcast, where we discuss the thoughts you have in your head that no one knows. I'm Elena. I'm the creator of Her Alabaster. I'm a wife and a mother. I'm so excited, you guys. This is my first podcast. God has me on this journey called life, and I'm hoping to encourage women through life experiences of myself and other women. So please join me every Sunday as we have candid conversations about life and our personal experiences and how we can have the courage to be vulnerable, faithing it while God unfolds our purpose. So it's our first official episode. I'm so excited, y'all. So last week, I asked a question. Do you have faith in God, but lack the trust in him to do what he has called you to do? The definition I gave was, if faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, trust being the assured reliance on someone's character, ability, or consistency, or I described it as having faith that God is able, but do you trust him that he would? Hmm. My first reaction was, of course, I have faith in God and most definitely trust him. But honestly, when I looked at my life, my actions, I had faith, but I lacked trust. In most of the trials I faced in life, I had faith that God could do what I was praying for and he would in some cases, but my actions The pleading and trying to make things happen in my own strength showed that I lacked trust in him. When I went back to the definition, I realized the only way I could have full trust in God was to spend time with him and learn his character through his word. Then I would begin to trust him more. Just like any relationship, I had to spend time with him. Before we get into it, let me tell you guys about my week because I had to faith it all week. Your girl didn't think she would make it. Work, family, I was struggling to balance it all, but I knew I could make it. It was just in the midst. I couldn't see it. And that, my friends, is faithing it. Well, I guess I should tell you a little bit about myself and this journey to her closet conversations. I'm from the land of the sun, sand, and sea. Basically, where you vacation. <laughs> I grew up in the Bahamas and moved to Florida in 2000. About a year after moving, my parents then separated, which caused me to doubt God. This doubt planted a seed of fear within me. I remember saying I wasn't getting married because how could I trust anyone? Like, forever, ever? Ever, ever, marriage was a long time. Then here comes me at 24, wanting to get married. And my mom thought I should wait because I was still in school, but I figured that God would work it out. It's amazing how we want God to work it out when it's convenient for us. Those early years of marriage were a struggle because I didn't want my marriage to be anything like my parents' own. I wanted to correct all the mistakes I saw through a child's eyes, which caused issues in my marriage. I remember my husband telling me that he wasn't my father, which made me realize I needed to deal with some things going on internally within me. 
this year we hit the big 17. Thank God he's so faithful. 17 years. My husband was in the Navy and we had been married about five years. And after a deployment, I got pregnant. You girl was not expecting that. Children were not even on my radar. And then I had a miscarriage. This miscarriage watered the seed of fear that had already been planted inside of me. It made me feel as though I wasn't whole. I was broken. Why couldn't my body hold a baby? Why couldn't it do the simple thing that it was made for? After having over 13 miscarriages, my husband and I looked into fertility. But the way the medicine made me feel and the doctor visits every month in a room filled with other women, knowing I wasn't pregnant because I just didn't feel I was, became it became mentally too much. So I never told my husband or the doctor that I had stopped taking the medication in the middle of the treatments. Plus, we had just found out my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And honestly, I was starting to feel like I was in a boat in the middle of the ocean with a big hole. And I was going down fast. I didn't want to tell anybody how I felt because everyone thought I was so strong and handling everything so well when really inside, I wanted to pretend that life wasn't happening to me. One weekend, my mom came to visit me from Miami and we were sitting in the car about to go into JCPenney when she asked me if I would stand in the gap for her. Tears began to start to roll down my face as I told her I couldn't. I wanted to, but I didn't want to be the weakest link. I didn't want my faith to be the cause of her life. About six months later, I found out I was pregnant and I had a dream that my mom was holding my baby and she looked so young and vibrant. So I just knew she would be healed from cancer. And I told everyone, I told her, and I believed it, and I prayed for it. Unfortunately, she passed that December, and my baby girl was born the following June. Her passing led me into a depression that continued on until after I had my baby for about three years. I mean, a new baby, no mom. I just didn't know how to handle it. And Lord, forgive me. I asked him to take me to my mama many days. I just wanted her, a person I had known my whole life. She was the only person in my mind that would be able to console me. But as my daughter grew, I learned to love her and realized that she had nothing to do with my mom's death. The two were separate and we needed to make our memories. She was a gift, the child I prayed for that I thought I would never have. And I wanted, I didn't want her experience to be of her mom being sad all the time. Around this time, my husband, he left the Navy and started working overseas. This was the period in my life where friendships that I have now began to form. And we 
we spilt the foundation. We would carpool the kids to school. You know, one would drop off, one would pick up. Everybody got to work on time. Um, holidays, it was like family. We had a system. We helped each other out. Life was going so good. Then I lost my job. It was like life would not stop happening. And so depression returned with feelings like I was a failure. I had no purpose. What was I doing with my life? I even started breaking out in highs for no reason at all. And anxiety and stress will do that to you. I asked God, is this my portion? I started calling all uh, to the one person I knew to call that would come through in the midst of the storm. I started yearning for a deeper relationship with God. I wanted a personal one with him to hear him speak to me, to have understanding of his word. So I started to find a church home. I was no longer being fed at my current church and I wanted to be active. I wanted to serve the Lord in whatever capacity I could. And as my relationship with God grew, the more I questioned God about his promises, what his word said, which led me to ask God for my purpose, why he created me. December 2016, he told me to do something. And from that obedience, her alabaster was born. I remember reading the story of how Mary broke her alabaster box over Jesus' feet and washed them. And jokingly, I always said I would have poured out a little and saved some for me. How foolish of me. Jesus doesn't want some of us. He wants all. He wants, he doesn't want anything left inside of us. He wants it all. And from that story came her alabaster. Then the women came. The women were reminders of different times in my life. Different things that as women we go through, how could we use them as examples of God's goodness? Sarah was a woman of expectation and how she was waiting, trusting God on this promise. And she reminded me of my season of expectation when I was trusting God for something that I could not see. And he did it. Ruth was the blessing of friendship that I had in my life and how women needed each other as we go through the highs and lows of life. Esther You know, she reminded me that God gave me a daughter that I had influence over and he made me for such a time to be her mother. And so I had to be wise with the ways that I loved and nurtured her. I started a women's group pushing the responsibility on others because I didn't feel worthy of the calling, thinking I had to be perfect, not wanting to be placed under a microscope. But Dorcas, she taught me how to build together as women how to come together and build community and the woman at the well. Well, in 2017, I went to a retreat and we did an exercise where we spoke the reverse of what we told ourselves. As I looked in the mirror, tears began to flow because I realized that I didn't believe those words as I said them. And that made me sad. I had to acknowledge the things that I thought about that no one knew. Did I believe that I was fearfully and wonderfully made? 
Did I believe that God had a plan for me? That I was worthy to receive that all that God has shown me for my life? Was I a good mom? Was I a good wife? Friend? Could I complete the tasks that God had given me? Was I fearless enough? Why did I have these feelings of less? Which led me to her closet conversations. What are the thoughts that you have that scare you that no one knows? You dare not say out loud. The more I asked women, the more it seemed as if they were having the same conversations with themselves. And we needed to know what God had to say. Psalms 139.14 says, I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. Wow. Marvelously breathtaking. That's what God says about you and me. That's the story of how God brought me to her closet conversations. And one conversation at a time, we will combat the thoughts that no one knows we have. But before I leave here, here's our question for the week. What thoughts are you having in your head and are you ready to confront them? Next week, I'll start with my response. But don't forget, new podcasts will drop every Sunday on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. You can find our Instagram page at Her Closet Conversations and me at Her Alabaster. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Until next week, keep faithing it. Ooh, ooh, ooh.